Let's just be two 40-year-olds who admit the other one sucks. <laughs> That's why I'm still here. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two dorks try not to make a simple conversation weird and fail every time. So, uh, I turned 40 on Monday, and my daughter has been giving me a countdown. We'll be sitting at dinner, there'll be a little slight lull in the conversation, and I hear a whisper, Dad, four more days, then you're 40. Thanks. Thanks for being the perpetual reminder of my mortality. <laughs> Go to your room. I assume you've let it known, be known that, you know, you're not looking forward to this birthday, or... 40 is, you know, a high number. What it is, is two and a half years ago, their mother turned 40. And so I was the, the hip young dad who was only 38 while their mom was the ancient 40. And now, oh, how the tables have turned. Also, my knee hurts constantly. So I feel so old. Yeah, there's definitely aggravated and chronic pain that comes with getting older that you're just like, but I'm, I'm young. I've, everybody tells me I'm young. It's like, yeah, because they're 70. For them, you are super young. <laughs> you need to meet new yeah, people. Yeah, seriously, you need to have younger friends. They're just like, oh, you're the old one. And it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense why my joints all ache all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> I was in a meeting the other day, and one of the people on the Zoom made a joke referencing House of Pain. And only I laughed. And everyone else just kind of stared at me. He's like, oh, no. Oh no, <laughs> it's finally happened. <laughs> I'm too old for everyone. I'm like, no, you're too old for everyone but me. <laughs> I enjoyed that joke. So yeah, anyway, getting older. So I wanted to look back at a time when I was young. Time when I was so young, in fact, that I almost killed a dude. Yes, please. Hang on, popcorn. All right. I always have some pop, just right, so you know. Ready? But before we start podcasting, I always pop popcorn, just, so, just in case. So I got it here. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, so we were rafting. Growing up in Idaho, whitewater rafting was a thing I had the opportunity to do many times. There were quite a few people in my neighborhood who liked to go uh, either drift boating or inflatable rafting, and we would go down the Snake River, go fishing, go rafting, uh, camping, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, we got pretty good at it, like as a bunch of kids, as a unit. We, were, we knew how to row together and how to flip the boat over. Uh, it was always fun. There's this one section that is really famous for whitewater rafting. It's a nice, easy place to get into it. It's not super dangerous, but it's really fun. And people from all over would go, would, would go there. And there were always lots of youth groups. And so we would always try and, uh, you know, get in good with the young women's groups. Like, hey, if you guys flip over, just holler for us and we'll come get you. Well, we know what we're doing. We did not, as it turns out, know what we were doing, as the story will will demonstrate. So we were going down, and it was, a, it was a nice, wonderful summer day on the river. Sun was shining, glistening off the, the rocks. Fish were jumping. Eagles flew overhead. And a bunch of college students decided to start a water fight with everybody who came by. And we were like, oh, you want a water fight? We'll show you how we water fight in Idaho. Which our strategy was ram into them, send a couple people onto their boat, and start knocking them into the water with our paddles. Good lord, you're pirates. We are. We were the pirates of Snake River, and this was our turf, and we were going to protect it from you Utahns and your squirt guns. Oh my goodness, I would have called the cops on you. 
<laughs> no, seriously, they just jumped in our boat and get off of me. I'm fighting with them with an oar. They just pushed my grandma out of the boat. <laughs> Give us your booty. Uh, we want some doubloons or Capri Suns, whatever you got. We have Cheetos. Is that okay? <laughs> oh, we would have taken some che- Cheetos. Oh, I have no doubt you would have taken the Cheetos and gone back to your boat and just devoured them. You, you, you what? Hooligans? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I want to think of where it, it, it should be meaner than hooligans because that's that's like inv- invading somebody's cool, chill day. <laughs> no, no, no. This was only people who sprayed us with water guns and instigated this conflict. OK, we weren't just like boarding and pillaging those young ladies we were trying to impress. We waited for them to fall in the water and then we boarded them and helped them get back on. We were gentlemen. We were gentlemen pirates. Gentlemen pirates. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I can just imagine like a situation where a family is like, you know, look, mom and dad are like looking through bags, finding things for the kids and the kids, little a-holes that they are spray somebody <laughs> just floating by. And before they know it, there's pe- these people are on their boat, just throwing everybody out. It's like, what the hell's going on? They would deserve it. Don't you be sailing I, in our waters. I disagree. You should, you should have like grabbed the kids and like held them by the ankle, like over the edge of the boat. <laughs> are this what be happening? <laughs> Don't you be squirting. So the, these, these these people squirted us, and we we went full ramming speed, slammed into them, and as the guy in the front, I boarded along with my friend, and we started body checking people into the river. It was great. Because, you know, that's the great thing about the river and the life jackets. You can hit somebody as hard as you want in the chest with a paddle, and it doesn't hurt them. It just sends them bouncing into the water where they float. No harm, no foul. As long as you don't aim for the face, yeah. Well, we didn't aim for the face. Well, you're probably not great aim either, so I bet somebody probably got hit in the head. I'm pretty pretty good at going, Ugh. we're not like throwing darts into the wind. We're pushing people with a paddle. It's like the perfect setup of an episode of Law & Order or NCIS or something where it's all good fun and then somebody swings the oar just a little too high, knocks them in the head, their head hits a rock, and they're, they're dead. And then you have to cover up the death. Funny you should say that. Oh, good. <laughs> Death is coming. So, after I had claimed victory, I did my little Tuscan Raider pose. <laughs> and my, my friends came to get me, and I'm going to jump back into my boat from their boat. So, I'm on the edge, and I jump. And as I jump, some vindictive a-hole pushed me. <laughs> so, I flew out of control, and the butt of my paddle caught my Scoutmaster right on the temple. And he went straight back, like like he died, straight into the water. And we're all just like, chill fun time is over. I, I and I because I got pushed and I collided into him. I didn't make it into the boat. I fell into it. So I'm floating down the river. My friend's trying to pull me in. I'm like, dude, I killed Rob. This isn't this is. This isn't cool. He's like, that was a great job. You you're a good pirate. I'm like, I just killed our scoutmaster. I'm gonna go to jail. <laughs> yep, he did not die. That, those are the thoughts going through here. Obviously, I, I don't think you'd be telling that. I guess this, unless the statute of limitations is up, and it's like I can tell the story now. I killed a man. Uh, he he was knocked unconscious, but he recovered. That's the great thing about being knocked unconscious and falling into a river. You get a splash of water right away. Uh, we were able to get him back in the boat. Got me back in the boat, and uh, yeah. No one died, and that is a successful day on the river in Idaho. Okay, your your idea of success and mine are 
wildly different. Like, oh, you 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 think it's a success when someone does die? You're the murderous no. pirate. I think it's less successful if somebody has blunt force trauma and is knocked unconscious. Like that does not sound like it's like he was fine. He recovered. He got water splashed on his face. No, I that 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 is not what I would call that. I would call that I'm never going rafting again. At least with this pirate a hole. <laughs> I mean, no one messed with us from then on. Yeah, because you almost killed a man. Your own. <laughs> if you treat your own that way. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How are you going to treat the others? It was all about sending a message. <laughs> Sorry, Rob, you had to lose a few brain cells for this. No, he actually speaks like a pirate. <laughs> like Alan Tudyk's character in Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> that is not your friend Rob. I, yeah, I can't, I I never had, I, I can't swim, which we know from, you know, being part of this podcast. So that, that was never in the cards for me. Like we did one rafting, uh, like uh, when you're in like the, I don't know what it's called. It's not rafting, but the, in the circle raft where, you know, you're all, you're all facing each other. An inner tube? It's not an inner tube. The giant one where you're like strapped in, but like, you A know. big it, inner it, tube? Sure, I don't know. I thought there was a name for it. They have like seats on them. It's not exactly a ride, but it's yeah. But it's kind of like the rapids ride at at the the amusement park, but on an actual river. Kind of, yeah. Uh, but we did one of those as like a team building exercise thing uh, with my work years ago, and I was one of a few that said, "Yeah, no, that's not for me. I'm not going." So I got to see the pictures of again. <laughs> there's one picture, actually, a sequence of pictures they showed after they got back of. One guy like having to, having the time of his life, like just hey. and then the next picture is him backwards, all, almost out of the boat, and then the next one is just feet up. It's like he went out quick. They're like, yeah, he fell so quickly we couldn't catch him. But like, yeah, <laughs> I would have been happy to have been that guy. So Not. <laughs> on this same stretch of river, there is a, a bit of rapids called Lunch Counter. It was called that because there's a nice little rock there where you could go and you could have your lunch and you could watch people fall out of their boats which is hilarious it's one of the uh the, the bigger rapids on the stretch of river uh we loved lunch counter we actually would like try and stand up we did one time where just one person steered and the rest of us stood up on the edges and we held held hands like a bunch of idiots doing a trust fall and we we crushed it we did really good we're like we're the kings of the lunch counter and everyone's like wow those guys are great they would never hurt somebody on accident we absolved them of all their crimes. But later, when I was uh, in college, my family decided, hey, let's all go whitewater rafting up in Idaho. And my dad and I, who'd done this sometimes, like, oh, we should go to this place. They have places where you can rent boats and, and all this stuff. So this was my entire extended family. So my grandma, her four daughters, their husbands, all their kids. Big crew were in these two boats. And by this point, there's enough people out there that... Now people have started camping out at lunch counter and taking photos of random strangers and trying to sell it to them because, you know, you get some funny faces of people. It's like the, uh, the, the picture at the top of Splash Mountain. Right. So we go down there and uh, after we do the whole trip, uh, the, the, the guy found us in the parking lot. He's like, I don't normally do this, but you have to see the pictures I got of your family. And sure enough, there's all of us and there's all the, the kids like screaming in the front. And then in the very back is my grandma. And there's like a 20 frame animation of her going, oh, 
bouncing up, going ankles over tea kettle into the water. <laughs> and there's just a shot of her butt in the air, feet over her head, collapsing into the water. And, and she, she, she hates that photo. <laughs> yeah, she would. She should. But unfortunately, if you go rafting, like that's you haven't had the true experience until you have the picture of you just again having the time of your life, and then the next picture of you is just ankles. <laughs> it's just like what happened? Well, I went out of the boat. Why? Well, that's what happens when you raft. So, you want to have that experience? Go. If you don't, don't go. And I didn't want that experience. So, yeah, I'll I'll always miss out on the rafting stories. Unfortunately, I, I, my family is trying to get me to go on a cruise. Like that is the, the the like peak of like on the water I would do, which you know is like slow and not dangerous, hopefully. And that even that I'm just like, yeah, no, no, it's it's a it's a hotel with a buffet that takes you to the places. It's literally the laziest, least involved form of vacationing you can imagine. It's the most Jason thing I've ever done. I know. We've talked about this. We've talked about this many times. I, I, I don't know if my brain could get over the, you feel that? Yeah, it's slowly swaying back and forth. Yeah, that's because you're on a boat. Like, I don't know if I could get over that and just be like, oh, you know, I'm just living living life in this posh, uh, well-furnished, amazing, not, I should say amazing food, but plenty of food, nonstop <laughs> food. Uh, paradise and like get over the fact that oh that swaying you feel is because you're on a big boat you don't even know if it's going to affect you you're just saying i don't think i can handle this believe in yourself jason believe is that something you want to spend thousands of dollars on if you don't know if it's going to (laughs) cause that because i don't might be amazing and you might find out you're a hero you could be you know able to be on a boat I've been on boats. I was on boats all the time as a kid. Then what's the different water. about this? It's it's because less those are little tiny boats, and they you, you have more control over your fate. <laughs> have you been on an airplane? Have you been on a bus? <laughs> like you I have mean, no control they, over your fate in those things. They cause similar similar bouts of of sickness. So yes, I have, and I I drive every car I'm in now. I can't I can't ride in a car. <laughs> It's not because the uncertainty of knowing if we're going to die or not. It's just the motion, like, makes me sick. So, yeah, the uncertainty doesn't help. (laughs) You might be too weak for modern life. If natural selection doesn't kill you in the next three years, something's wrong with the system. You need to be out of this gene pool. I've passed 40 already, and uh, that's already been proven. Like, I'm still here, so something's wrong. (laughs) The the system is broken. We are on the (laughs) darkest timeline. There is no evolution. Only God. Somehow I my my weak ass has survived. That's how you know. <laughs> Sorry everyone. We are in the Berenstein Bears universe because of me. I yeah. I I I find myself in this situation constantly where I'm just like, I should try and help Jason get over this. And I'm like, I don't need the aggravation in my life. And he doesn't either. Let's just be two forty year olds who admit the other one sucks. <laughs> That's why I'm still here. <laughs> That's pretty much everybody. It's just like, I can help you get over this. I can finally help you with this. Like even my wife, who's now been with me for more than 15 years, you know, God love her. She will say something like that. I'm just like, we're finally going to get you over this. I'm just like, no, I'm not going to put in the work. She's like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> 
I'm not going to get better. I'm not going to change. This is who I am. It's who I'll be when I die. I might as well die now. My hero's journey is over. I didn't say that part. I was all, I was with you until you got to that part. No, I'm, I'm not okay dying. Not yet. <laughs> but if the world took me, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I can't say anything about that. I'm sorry. We all knew it was bound get, to happen. You get to show back to your, your, your family and your wife and your loved ones and, you know, like return to them one time to tell them like, please take care of one another and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> mine would just be, I mean, we all saw this coming. <laughs> It's really amazing that it didn't happen sooner. <laughs> I told you I shouldn't have gone on a cruise. <laughs> yeah. Ghost dad away. It's, you know, you have these nice, lovely memorial services and people talk about, oh, if I was a ghost, you know, I'd want to return and watch everybody, you know, be sad and talk about me and whatever. And mine would just be, you know, silence for a while once the pastor or whoever got to the mic and then just be like, I mean, we all saw this coming, right? <laughs> yep, yep, uh-huh, uh-huh. Amen. <laughs> and then just everybody leaves. Go eat food. <laughs> it's what Jason would have wanted. <laughs> well, now that he's dead, let's all go and live. Yes. That'll do it for this episode. Boy, I sure did ruin that. If you still need more, head on over to Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. 